What's up, WizKids, and welcome to a playoff edition of Off the Bench. Jamal K. Davis here with Zach Rosen, Chris Gehring, and Jeremy Hyman. We are here to break down the Toronto series. Really excited about this first-round matchup against Toronto. Zach was telling me he listened to our opponent's podcast. It was quite interesting yeah. listen to hear Not their the Raptors, perspective. but some Raptors writers. Yeah. It's always interesting to get both sides and to hear kind of the storylines of the other team. To be honest, I didn't really learn much besides the fact that they are pretty healthy. They're using, I mean, the last time, it seems like the last time these teams played in which the Wizards swept them is still in their heads a little bit, but yeah. they're also like kind of double downing saying, well, the the Wizards are worse than they were then and the Raptors are a lot better and Paul Pierce isn't walking through the door. So, I mean, I don't, it's just so different. Like the rosters are way different. We have a new head coach since then. It was three years ago. I yeah, mean, it was a like, long time ago. It was. It is interesting though how that series from three years ago still has stuck in the minds of both fan bases, both writers, and obviously both teams. I mean, you look at these teams, John and Brad, Otto, there are a lot of remnants of both of those teams that faced each other in that series that the Wizards swept a while ago. And so it is funny how we talk about all the time with, like, the NCAA tournament, how, like, the history has nothing to do with it because the teams are totally different and the scenarios are totally different. This, I feel similar, but it is also interesting that there are bits and pieces of that series that are still in this one that we're about to watch. Obviously, a different coaching staff for the Wizards. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is funny how you naturally draw the parallels and that it's happening on both sides, to Zach's point. And, and listening to some of the media talk about it and start to write about it today, it's just it's, it's a storyline that is is obvious and it's not going to go away but it, it is just kind of a I don't know it's an interesting phenomenon yeah. and for Wizards fans it's a fond memory and something that since the team really slumped into the playoffs that it, it comes to mind as a positive memory and I think it's kind of <laughs> jolting Wizards fans up whereas the the Raptors fans they're the they're the number one seed this is the best season that they've ever had regular yeah. season and but they remember Brad John Otto um, obviously, no Paul Pierce this time around. Right. But I call game. Yeah. But it's just a, yeah, we'll see what happens this time around. But the parallels are always there. And it will be in the back of people's minds, I think, whether they want it to be, whether they're trying to have it in the back of their mind or not. Jeremy, what so, was the mindset of the players after Orlando when you knew you were going to play Toronto and getting on the bus and, and just your thoughts too. Well, I, I just, I'm just waking up. I haven't even had a chance to go through the whole, the Raptors. It's, it's stuff 3 14 yet. PM on Thursday. <laughs> Last night was a late the, night for the let's, let's not, staff. I mean, I don't want to throw this out too much, but the NBA scheduling a home game at Orlando back to back. It took a, it was almost a three hour flight going. Mm-hmm. We got to Orlando at four o'clock in the morning I don't, I'm not going to use that as an excuse. I'm not an excuse You mean guy. got from Orlando? No. Oh, oh, yeah, nice you, oh yes. Got sorry, to Orlando. We got yeah, to Orlando at 4 a.m. Yeah. Then had to play. Didn't win, obviously. I won't use it as an excuse, but I'm just throwing that out there as a fact. Just a statement of fact. Fact. Then coming back last night, I don't know. We got home at 2.30. It was a little bit faster flight back. Got to, you know, get home at like 3.30. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, I mean, you got to get your rest before playoffs. So I want to make sure that that I'm, I'm ready to go for this long stretch, long hopefully two-month stretch of playoff basketball here in D.C. Um, so just getting that out there first, 
Um, the mood in the locker room was not great at right after the loss just mm-hmm. because it was a bad game. I mean, they played poorly, and especially in the fourth quarter. I think they were disappointed knowing that, you know, they know what a win could have done. And they just they wanted to play, you know, you want to play better going into the playoffs. And that was, you know, they played well the night before against to beat Boston. And then without John again, it just was – you know they missed a lot of shots and they just did yeah. not play well. Um, Were you watching the scoreboard? Oh yeah, with the oh, yeah. Miami game oh, too. Of course. I mean the, the end of the, yeah the end of that night. I mean it's you're you're literally just running through all the scenarios. Like the Milwaukee game was over within about 15 minutes after it started, the Philly game. But yeah. the Heat game, you know that was an overtime game. So that one. We were, you know, we had our eyes on that right as the Wizards game was going. That was, they were about four or five minutes ahead of the Wizards game mm-hmm. in game time, um, and then, but then they went to overtime. So the Wizards game actually ended first. So yeah, we knew a loss. We were going to Toronto anyway, so it ended up not mattering. But if the Wizards had won, they would have gone to Boston, which I think would have been a more desirable destination yeah. just because of the injuries. Now, saying all that and getting back to what Chris talked just talked about there's going to be it's definitely going to be one of the biggest storylines i think is going to be remembering that series from 2015 and yes there are a lot of differences from the on both sides the wizards new coaching staff the whole bench i mean it's, Mm -hmm. it's 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 not the same team i mean that was a you know much it was a different team raptors play totally different they you know, they say that they're a totally different team. We'll see what happens in the playoffs. But what is the same, the best players on both teams are the same. Yeah. And that, in the playoffs, that is a lot of times what makes a difference in a series. Mm-hmm. John and Brad are healthy right now. I mean, John, to, he says he feels great. He looks great. I mean, him not playing these back-to-backs is not so much because he's not healthy. Mm-hmm. It's more as a precaution. So he is yeah, very common rest, misconception. So that that yeah. sort of and like I saw a lot of the mentions last night about you know why are the Wizards resting John? This, I, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like he's just healthy and we're just deciding to rest him. They don't want him playing on back to backs, which he's not going to have to do in the playoffs. And that's more as a precaution. It's not that he couldn't play or like he physically couldn't do it. It's a, it's getting ahead of it. So yeah, I guess I just thought from a seeding standpoint that when Otto was not going to play that maybe you were going to say okay let's get John in because we want to win this game because we want to play Boston and then Philly yeah next I, and I understand that you know I get that point I think there's that was probably part of the discussion because they didn't rule John out until the day of it, I think yeah. they probably discussed it but I think ultimately they thought let's make sure that John is we don't want to ruin anything I mean Mm -hmm. if you if you don't have a healthy John I don't care if you're playing Toronto or Boston or Philly or whoever I don't think the Wizards are winning a playoff series without a healthy John so that's probably I think that ultimately took sort of the precedent but John and Brad are still the two best players on the Wizards just like they were in 2015 they were a lot younger then Mm -hmm. I would say that they're better now I don't know if you want to say which Wizards team was better I don't know. I mean, that team struggled well, going into that playoff right? series. But badly. that was a coming out of Otto too. Well, he that's, grew that, up a lot. Otto came out in that play, in that Toronto series, and that was where we kind of like, we, you know, they unleashed this playing Pierce and Otto together, and um, which we didn't see a lot in that regular season. The Wizards were playing 
they Wizards struggled down the stretch that year, and mm-hmm. nobody thought the Wizards had any. You know, the uh, the difference was the Raptors really struggled going into that p- playoff series a- as well. Yeah, they had a good regular season, but struggled down the stretch. And I remember talking to people in Toronto before Game One. You know, some of their local writers and people there that, and they were we were both saying who's which team is going to like break out of this funk mm-hmm. because both teams were struggling. Mm-hmm. This time, I mean, Toronto's played. You know, they lost last night in overtime to Miami. I don't know. They had they've lost a couple games. I know they had that loss. They just they beat Boston. They lost to Boston. They split with them. But um, that was tough. The Cleveland loss. Yeah. Um. I don't know if I'd say they're playing their best basketball right now. Like they're not. They're not like Philly going in on some wild yeah. winning streak, just blowing teams out. But but they're playing. They're they're good. They won fifty nine games. I'm gonna respect what they did in the regular season. Yeah. Um, that numbers bothers bothers me just like it not bothered me with the Wizards. The ending at forty nine, like I'd want that yeah. fifty. Oh, I want and they that were 60. so close to winning number sixty yeah. last night, but they went all, for it too. Yeah, like you could tell. They oh, wanted they wanted it. it. They yeah. wanted that win. I think they wanted to beat Miami and knock, you know, take Miami out from, uh, you know, hoping that the Wizards won and yeah. they would play would have played Miami. But um, so speaking about you know players being the same. Well, the yeah. starters, most for the you know for the most part, I think Gortat, Otto yeah, played in that game. Yeah, the Wizards' core is, is the same. Yeah, but the other thing that's not the same is when you look at the season series this year against Toronto. We talked a little about it, about it in the last podcast. Wizards won the first game, one hundred seven ninety six. Second game, the Raptors won one hundred to ninety one. Third game, Wizards won one twenty two to one nineteen. And the final game, Raptors won one hundred two to ninety five. It's only. Two points separate the these without two teams John in four Wall. games without John Wall. Yeah, Wall and, didn't work. Right, and the only piece once. that missed any of those games was OG Ananobi missed one of those games, mm-hmm. and he's probably going to guard Beal a lot. Mm-hmm. It was just one. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we're, we all agree you can't really take anything away from the regular season. You'll take away matchups like Otto guarded DeRozan on over 150 possessions throughout the season, and that was, of course, a huge storyline in mm-hmm. the 2015 playoffs and Otto kind of shut him down then he was good on him this year above average I would say good like held him under 50 percent shooting and um has been active on him his length always gets to him but um you almost throw this away yeah I mean for effect but, I'm but that matchup up next to my the, mic the, the key the key is though that Otto can guard DeMar DeRozan but is he healthy enough to do it right away like mm-hmm. we hope so we don't know yet we, we don't know we don't I and don't same know with Mike I, Scott I don't know if Otto's going to play game one. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and that, those are, yeah. Those are two critical. I mean, we wrote our, our round table that you can check out on wizards.com, WashingtonWizards.com, and we talked about X factors. And I think I, cho- I chose Mike Scott. Otto was mentioned in that situation as well, though Otto's not necessarily an X factor anymore. He's a starter. It's an X and factor I, if he's playing. I, I still think but he's it's an, an X, X factor, factor if he's yeah. playing. Yeah. Yeah, and I and and so those are two guys that that totally changes the complexion of the game if the Wizards are without certainly both of them, but but still with one of them without mm-hmm. either of them, Mike Scott is a huge part of the Wizards' depth, and your your starters play more in the playoffs for sure. But Mike Scott is a kind of a critical. He's not a swing man, but like he can he can switch on defenders mm-hmm. he can he can shoot the ball he can score from all over the floor that's really important and it's in his veteran presence too he's been in the playoffs before all those things are very important especially when you start a series on the road in a in a tough environment the toronto will be 
as they always are, it will be a tough place to play. The other thing that we mentioned in the in the round table is that how how often do you play a whole season series, a four game season series, and this is the first time that the Raptors will see John Wall. Like how mm-hmm. often do you get to play a season series, yeah. rack up all that tape against a team, and they have so no different. tape on you with your best player yeah. this, this season, season at least. Season. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. And, yeah. but, and that's but a big deal. It's that's just it's just, it's interesting, and and certainly it'll it'll catch up, right? Like they will play one game, two games, and they'll focus in on matchups and um, different sets and different lineups. They'll adjust. Both teams will adjust. The Raptors will certainly adjust to having John in there. But I, I do wonder if that's a little bit of a factor in maybe game, certainly game one and maybe game two. I don't know if it's a game-changing, game-breaking factor, but it's it's something to think about as, as we go into this thing. And the advent of Thomas Sadoransky being a legitimate rotation player, mm-hmm. I think it's I, I think it changes a lot of things. And, and it's something that the Raptors themselves haven't played up against, even though they've played the Wizards a lot. I think that'll be something to watch. And... Um. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll have to see. Speaking of not having tape on a point guard. Oh my God! No kidding. This is a great story, I, by the I, way. I, yeah. This is unprecedented as far as I yeah. know. I cannot ever remember the Wizards signed Ty Lawson. The, the Wizards today a point guard after the regular season ends before the playoffs. Well, is we got to give the people the, the the story though of how all this has been happening. And so Ty Lawson, I think has been on the Wizards' radar, obviously, for most of the season. But his Chinese team wanted him for the playoffs. They finished Game 7 on Wednesday night, or Wednesday here, Wednesday night in China. And so he's done there, and then they grant his release at this time. So the Wizards are saying, okay, now we're going to sign Ty Lawson. (laughs) And, of course, I think it officially happens the day after of course and he's eligible for the playoff roster but he's playing game seven in china he's probably traveling to the u.s right now yeah just supposed to be here tomorrow i mean the wizards probably hoped that his team wouldn't last this long in the playoffs or whatever he was on a good team uh he was with another former nba player name is i can't remember who it was but he played in the league that we played in the preseason no no, not them (laughs) but he was playing with another former nba player I can't remember who it was, but just this is like an absurd story, and I, yeah. I'm sure like uh, someone on our beat will cover it, and we'll talk to Ty when he gets here, hopefully on the podcast, but also you know he'll talk to the media. Just one of the crazier stories you're gonna hear. Yeah, like, I mean a, a name we all know. I mean Ty Lawson was a very good NBA point guard yeah. for a good number of years. I mean he's he's had you know plenty of his troubles which have been documented. He's now had to play this year in China. Uh, a guy with a lot of talent, a guy that can score, I have no idea what to expect. None. Especially. He played for the Shandong Lions. Yeah, early in the Not series. The I mean, I would, different. I would be shocked. I think I could fairly say I'd be shocked if he's playing in early in this series. Yeah. I, it, you just, like, I mean, it's the playoffs. Like, there's no time to experiment to, like, get used to your teammates. There's five point guards on this team right now. Yeah, I know. I mean, th- there's a lot of guys. Well, Ty, I mean, th- Ty will play think, combo, too. Yeah, like, well, uh, Frazier and the, Sessions. You know, the can't way play I could combo. see him maybe getting in is if, you know, the Wizards are down, like, you know, down big and they just need a spark, like, mm-hmm. some guy that can come in and get some buckets off the bench. Like, if, you know, if things aren't going well, it's almost like you just go to. Well, we don't have basically nothing to lose now. We need a spark to try to come back. That's 
Oh, Donatas Matahunas was the guy that was oh, also on his team. Okay. Lawson averaged 24.5 points per game, 5.5 rebounds over 6 assists, and they lost in Game 7 versus Guangxia. Yes. Yeah, it's Great. A, you can tell. Uh, well, let me just finish. I mean, yeah. just by yeah. saying, yeah. Uh, this is all me. This is – I don't – we we just got this news. Like, we haven't – I haven't heard Scott Brooks. I haven't heard players talk. Yeah. Uh, we're literally just, like – I'm just thinking of this, how, like, I'm trying to figure out – I just – I've never seen a player – like a Lawson who you know a, a guy that can play in the NBA it's not like he doesn't have the talent to do it so we know he can play and it's you know at the end of the day it's just you know you're playing basketball but mm-hmm. incorporating him into the offense and to you know know the plays and sets like in the playoffs like it's it's just it's kind of just crazy timing yeah, to try to do this and that's why I that's but why it's I also say I'd be Perkins sh- was signed by the Cavs. I know it was a little before the playoffs, well, but then yeah. also I was like, "Whoa!" If he plays was... more than five minutes of a non-garbage yeah. time situation, you can let me yeah. know. Yeah, and maybe I mean maybe Lawson's just there for depth, just in case something yeah. happens. I mean, we have a lot of point guards, but he probably has a little bit more offensive yeah. ability. Um, you get the feeling though, if he was on the radar this long, that the Wizards are serious about him. Yeah. But again, to get him up to speed is going to take forever. That, that's that. I just like. If this was two weeks ago, I thought maybe they could work him in and get him, get him, you know, get him at least some reps, some practices, a little bit of game time, get to know the teammates. And um, I, I don't know. I mean, on the flip side, there is not a second of tape on Ty Lawson in a Wizards <laughs> uniform. He doesn't he's a DMV a, guy, right? I think yes, he's from the yes, area. Yeah, yeah, he, he is, is from, from Maryland. Maryland. So that, I'm sure that uh, went into his decision. Yeah, but it's it, good for him. I, I don't know if I'd say there's anything like if it can hurt you. No, because no. it's more. It's probably just going to be a neutral. Like it will be kind of a non-factor, or maybe there's a game where you know the Wizards are down and he comes in and kind of lights a spark for the second unit. So, um, but very, very just kind of out of nowhere. I mean, right before the playoffs, it's just really crazy. the real. Is he the real X factor? If you, it's kind of like the <laughs> definition of an X factor <laughs> is a guy who flies in from China the, the last day of the season. Yeah. I mean, it's not even like a thing where he's an under the radar guy. He is off the radar. Yeah. Like every, every scouting report that the Raptors have done on the wizards leading up to this, to this game, which believe me, they have done a lot of prep mm-hmm. work for this series already. All teams do. Ty Lawson is not in that conversation. Yeah. Does that mean that he's about to come in and light them up for 20 points a night? No, because he's not going to probably get that chance to play that much. But it certainly could be a situation where he's kind of like a, I don't know. Yeah, he he's he's a guy that you maybe you put in for short spurts and see what he can do and see if he can score, get some buckets. I mean, the we know he can do that for sure. He's a playmaker, and he has been in his NBA career. I I don't want to liken it totally to Brandon Jennings last year because he had a lot of time with the team well you know relatively speaking yeah but Brandon Jennings was a similar figure for the Wizards a guy who could come in and light light a spark and and play with a lot of fire in short periods and short bursts so you never know and and Uh, Jennings struggled in the playoffs last year that's true the other thing too is I think we've come to a conclusion now that Brooks is very willing to use Sadoransky off the ball yeah and so I think 
we saw it in the March game against the Raptors that they kind of figured out a way to guard Sadoransky. This is different now that it's, he's going to be playing, what, five-minute spurts at a time, a couple times a game at point guard. Mm-hmm. But maybe they're they're just worried that Sadoransky could get trapped a little too much. The Warriors especially did a great job on, on him, but like I think Sadoransky playing off the ball a lot more and playing more minutes at, for his defense – yeah, and having him focus on defense, you bring in someone. But again, like we just don't know what Ty Lawson's going to look like. But I, that's I, the idea circling in my head is, oh, they have so many point guards, but Brooks is really committed to using Sadoransky on and off the ball. So yeah, and I would expect. I mean, I don't care who's coming in. I think John and Brad are probably going to be playing 38, 38 40 to forty mm-hmm. minutes every one of these games. So you're only talking about loss if he does play, maybe. And this is probably – I don't think he's playing games one or two. I would mm-hmm. – I mean, that would even shock me even more. Maybe – Spot minutes in middle maybe game of this, five. You know, maybe when they come back home and he's had a – you know, yeah. they, they'll have a practice. There is some time in between these games. So they will have about three or four practices before game three. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of time. So sure. there's – you know, there's time there. I mean, that's relatively speaking time, but you're still – the other thing is, like, it's – like. It, you know, you don't want to spend too much of the practice like trying to teach a new guy, like like focusing it on him to get him up. You know, they they do have the you know the coaches, and he will stay after and get extra work. But like when you're yeah. actually going through the practice time with the whole team, you got to be focused on you know winning and and doing what you need to do. You can't kind of like just cater your practice to this a guy just coming to the team now. Yeah. If um, and he's a seasoned veteran, so and he'll figure it out. Yeah, he'll, oh he'll yeah, it it's, it's not like he's a rookie and right. he's like uh, learning a new thing. He is per- also not coming off the street. He did also just get done playing a professional yeah. season. Now, oh, granted, yeah. China is not the NBA, but from a fitness standpoint, from a oh, yeah. readiness standpoint, yeah, it's about as good a situation as you can get. Seeing as he's he's played a full season, he's been a starter on those teams. So like, you know that as far as game shape goes, it's a it's it's as good as you can do. So now it's about learning. That two-day break is interesting. If you think about it from his perspective, it adds another day for him to watch yeah. film, talk we to kn- the other guards on this team. Do the, we know he has his passport, at least. We know that. That's Pre- right. Predictions? Hopefully everybody else does, too. Predictions for the season. For the series? For the series, excuse me. Uh, we all gave him on the round table. I said Raptors in seven is the one who picked the Raptors. I First of all, I felt like someone had to pick the Raptors because we can't be that big of homers. But I also just – my I mean, my gut just says the Wizards are going to be in the series, and I don't really care how they play it against Orlando or against Chicago or against Atlanta. When John's in the game, they're going to compete with this team. And when, when I look back at 2015, and I was just watching some highlights today too, yeah, the differences, some similarities, but the, the key points stick – from that series Toronto can't get out of the first round and they haven't proven they can yeah. or they haven't proven they can go far and beat quality teams in the playoffs which they could this year very well they have a tough road second of all the Wizards haven't lost in the first round in a long time as John said on our last podcast he's only lost one game one going on the road in his career in the playoffs and that was to Boston last year and like he said the Wizards should have won that game so I think the Wizards take game one or two on the road I don't know if they'll win all their home games or anything, but I think it's a, a long series. But I'll go Raptors in seven. Yeah, I wrote Wizards in six. I think you'd like to win it at home. I don't think they'd be – game sevens on the road are hard. We, we know that from last year. 
I don't think they'd be super intimidated by it, though. They know how to win in Toronto. They've done it before in the playoffs. They did it this season. So I think the Wizards are as – they will be as confident against the Raptors as they would have been against any other opponent, I would say. Certainly the, Ra- the, the Celtics on paper pose less of a challenge, and I agree with that. And for people to say that they wanted this, the Celtics instead of the, the, instead of the Raptors – that's certainly understandable, but I think that the Wizards will be just as confident going into the series, and they they should be. John Wall is 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 back, and he is healthy, and he's really rested. He's more rested going into these playoffs than he's been in a long time, and so that with a combination of Brad having another year, Kelly having another year um, of playoff experience, yeah. those are all good things, and, and I, I just think that they are going to give him a series – I know there are a lot of people that are taking a lot of stock into how the Wizards are playing going into this playoffs, but as we know, it's it's just it's so different. And I and we know that the Wizards can raise their level. They've done it pretty much every single year that John and Brad have taken this team to the playoffs. Yeah. And so I'd expect them to do it again. Does it mean that it's guarantees a win? No. But uh, yeah, Wizards and six. I'm sticking with Wizards and six as well. I I've seen the Wizards do this before. I've seen what they can do in the playoffs. Uh, we might look like an idiot in two, a week and a half if uh, you know the Raptors win it in four or five, like a lot of people might pick. But um, I don't know. I I just I don't. I'm not sold that Toronto is a super team and a team that is going to destroy Washington. I think the Wizards match up fairly evenly with them i don't think it's that for being 16 wins different in the standings i don't think it's nearly that big of a gap between the talent on the two teams and the fact that toronto can beat all the bad teams and the wizards lose to so many of them uh, that that's the reason for the difference in the standings that doesn't play much of a role in the head-to-head series so that's fairly irrelevant in my opinion and i just think that I think Washington will be confident. I think that they'll be have be ready to go and you know play at the level that we've seen at in spurts this year. And I think John being back, he, he's played four games. Mm-hmm. You, you know he, the team played really well. I think in three of them, the Houston game, who Houston who beats everyone. I mean they didn't play well there, and that was a kind of a bad game, but. John looks good. John, I think he looks really good. And yeah. I don't think that can be overlooked. It's like the Wizards with a very good John Wall are one of the best teams in the East. So even though they they played poorly, a lot of, almost all those games were without John down the stretch. Mm-hmm. And I just think you, you, you're not – it's not a typical 43-win team. Like I just think it's a very close – very close series i think the games will be close and i'm gonna take the wizards to quote drake and i put in a tweet last (laughs) night it's in god's plan okay jamoka you should probably you should probably cut that out the wizards (laughs) will beat the raptors in six games everyone says six that's i'm saying six my last my last thing to say is the most absolutely two most important players in terms of, I think, indispensability on each team 
and a lot it, we haven't sent, said either name this whole podcast. Serge Ibaka and Markeith Morris, two guys who weren't in the series three years ago. Ooh. The Wizards, especially if Mike Scott's out for yeah. a game or two, need yeah. Keith healthy, out of, out of foul trouble, yeah. and yeah. making his shots. They yeah. need him, especially on the road. And then Serge Ibaka is going to play the five a ton in this series because the Wizards want to go small. I'm really interested to watch it because I think he's made to play the five in a situation like this, unfortunately for the Wizards, but so is Keith. So it's going to be awesome. All right, we talked a lot about the Washington Wizards. How about the other playoff series, matchups that you want to see? I know one that's missing that I really wanted to see was I wanted that Warriors-Oklahoma City in the first round. Yeah, that would have been fun. Uh, We're going to have to wait till the Western Conference Finals for that one if it's going to happen, but – also, I think a second potential second round, not to jump ahead on that same note, would be Houston OKC because Harden and all Ooh, that. Ooh, second round. That's, that's fine. I mean, great. Russ and Harden are friends, and it's whatever, but it would still be, like, great competition. Two teams with a lot of stars. Uh, I don't know. There's The West is, seems a lot different than the East. I think the East, there's a, maybe an unbalanced matchup historically between the Cavs and Pacers, but I, I personally think, I don't know if a lot of people agree, that the Pacers are going to – at least give it their all and make the Cavs work with that. Their defense just stinks. I mean, <laughs> I don't know any way else to put it. So th- that will probably be turned around in the playoffs. I actually like, I think that's going to be a fun series to watch. Victor I don't know. Oladipo I like Oladipo a lot. I think the Pacers series. guard play is a lot better than the Cavs. So that could be an interesting series. I think Buck Celtics, everyone thinks might be the worst series in terms of talent, but yeah. I'm excited to see Giannis on display again because he hasn't really been playing. Um, and then I guess the one in the West, the the similar to Raptors Wizards, Rockets Timberwolves is not a traditional one eight matchup. The Timberwolves kind of were in a very tight race, and Jimmy Butler got hurt, yeah. and so yeah. they fought for that last spot. But I Sounds think the like Timber Wizards, yeah, I I do think the Tim <laughs> the Timberwolves are probably in the middle in the West. So that should be a good series although the Rockets are really really good so it's gonna be tough to beat them yeah I think I think the Western Conference is maybe a little more intriguing I think that I I do agree I think the Pacers will play the Cavs hard I don't know how many wins that's going to translate into I think it's going to be a fun series though I I would like to see Giannis advance and play multiple playoff series I just think I, I think that that's kind of like the next step for him as like a legitimate superstar in this league yeah and i just i want to watch him more in the playoffs um philadelphia miami i like I the know. hassan Whiteside. that's Joel a good match i want to see I, that i think the I like heat match up really well with them yeah, yeah. and i and i'm i'm very curious i i really truly think that that a wild card is the sixers inexperience i just mm-hmm. they're very talented they're on fire they have their city behind them their the process is going in the right yeah, direction that atmosphere is going to be again. that atmosphere is just going to be fun to watch on tv i mean watching some hockey late last night that the atmosphere in vegas with like just a wild <laughs> it was just it's just a wild scene i really I think that it. That that's what Philly is is going to be for this Sixers team because it's been it's been a while, especially coming off a Super Bowl. Villanova yeah, wins. They, the, oh, the don't give Philly Villanova. Oh my yeah, god, the city is <laughs> just on fire though, and and I I really think that that momentum has carried on since the Eagles won. That that momentum for sports fans in the city of Philadelphia has carried on. I think that's going to be a really fun I series. Have they lost at home since the Super Bowl? No, I, right? I don't, I don't think, think we they have. have they still. Have. 
Wow. Yeah, I don't think they have still. It's insane. Um, <laughs> the Warriors have San Antonio. Is that right? Yeah. 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 That's an interesting series. I Kawhi's coming back. Yeah. Bold prediction. A yeah, lot of people are talking about that. I yeah, really doubt. Been some that's chatter about that. I doubt it. But I, I um, that'd be a plot twist for the ages. If, if that if that somehow <laughs> happened, that makes that series yeah super interesting. The Warriors have. I think a lot like people have talked about with the Cavs in the East, the Warriors have been on cruise control as well, but they have not looked like world. They have not looked like the world beaters that they have in the past. Mm-hmm. The Rockets in that conference have have stolen a lot of the press, I think, and and they're riding high going into this playoffs. So we'll we'll just have to see. I I really I'm really interested in Miami's um Miami's experience. Miami's coaching experience. I think Eric Spolstra is a, is not an X factor. He's a very good coach. Everybody knows that. But his experience with that Miami team going in against a very inexperienced and young Sixers team, I think that's my most intriguing – I don't know. It may not be the sexiest matchup. It may not be, like, you know, two Titans going at it. But I, I really do think that that's going to be a fun one to watch. And – the first the first playoff trip for Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons that's just that's fun that's fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, he needs some time to contemplate which series is worth talking about first. Mm. I think I really well I am a firm believer that the Wizards have a legit shot to win this series as an eight seed, and I think the Bucks as a seven seed with how depleted the Celtics are, have to think that they have a real shot to beat Boston. Yeah. Um, like, they have they have the best player in the series uh, that's going to be out there. I think that's fairly obvious. Um, I, I mean, Boston's going to have – I just think Boston's going to have trouble winning, cons- you know, consistently in this playoffs. They mm-hmm. don't have a star, a real star star that, uh, you know, like a – like Kyrie would be up or and coming guys. Well, yeah, I mean they their young guys are great. They play yeah. they play great. You know, they play so well together and the guys that are out there they're having to step up. I'm not going to take away from what those guys have done and what I think they could do, but playoffs are another story and you don't it's hard to rely on those guys especially to on the road. Like I think they're going to have a hard time winning a game in Milwaukee. Um, Wouldn't have said that five years ago. No, yeah. <laughs> but I just yeah. and I don't I don't love this Bucks team, especially the way that they I think they've underachieved. Um, Definitely have. You know they have a they have a good that's a good starting five and Jabari now you know in the yeah. mix with them. Yeah, yeah. Um, Brogdon's back. Brogdon's back. Huge and, piece for them. Uh, Delavadova's back and Jennings is there. They have a lot of options at guard. Um, I just I that's I guess what my point of getting to is that I think in the East that the eight and seven seeds, I know a lot of people are you know the Wizards are a pretty big dog you know from the odds makers mm-hmm. but I I, th- I don't I think the Wizards really have a chance and just to see the, you know historically the you know usually the eight and seven seeds I don't give too much of a chance but I think there's a good shot that the Wizards and Bucks could could get out of the first round and. That is very rare, and uh, yeah. you know the last few years, I feel like it's been almost all chalk yeah. throughout the East and the West. Yeah, it would make um, it a, it would make it a really interesting scenario in the East, and I, I'm I'm really excited that there are 
there's a lot so just as a basketball fan there's a lot of very recently rejuvenated fan bases i mean like milwaukee minnesota philadelphia indiana well and two that i I wanted to ask you about new orleans yeah new orleans is utah utah Utah. right yeah there's just been a, a good amount of turnover i think and just some new energy in the playoffs and and all these teams have young guys that are exciting to watch. Utah has Donovan Mitchell. I don't know how well they'll play in the playoffs with that roster, but yeah, they they play a very distinct style. And if they get if they get to play their way, especially against they're tough the Thunder, to beat. Man, yeah, they're tough to beat. Be the Thunder's a fight. really hard a really hard draw for for anybody, but especially for them. Speaking of totally contrasting styles in that series, but oh God, um, yeah, and they have to open in Oklahoma. Yeah, it's it's really yeah. t- another tough place to play. Speaking of 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 fan bases, but it's just exciting. It's cool that New Orleans gets to go. I wish that that Boogie Demarcus, would yeah. get a chance to play yeah. in that series. I'd, it's a it's a really it's a real shame. Just like it would be if assuming Kawhi's not coming back, a mm-hmm. lot of guys are missing from this year's playoffs. That would make Kyrie. it even better. Kyrie, yeah. But and Steph's not going to be playing the part yeah, of the first yeah. round. Yeah, and it's going to be that um, series. It's going to be fun though. It's going to be really fun. I find it the irony of it is it's really sad. But like the the top two players for Boston, one at the very beginning of the season mm. and one at the end of the season, just like destroyed yeah. all yeah. of the hype. Where it's like yeah. Boston, that's yeah. the team to be. Well, I think for Boston, they knew that next year is the year for them. Yeah. So. It's it yeah. stinks, especially for those guys individually. But maybe you look at it and say, you know, next year we're going to be really tough to be in the East, and it looks very wide open outside of Philly. That looks like it's might be next. You're still going to have teams that are going to stick around, like the Bucks, the Wizards, the Pacers. Look like they're going to be good, and whatever LeBron decides to do. Um, but I don't know. It, it's so to me the the playoffs now. You have a lot of teams that are coming in hot like the jazz are like the hottest you can be they're kind of like the heat from last year but they made the playoffs the way they flipped their team completely Led halfway through the, who is defined yeah. as a player that is playing in their first well and they got his or her Go they got rudy they got rudy gobert back and that kind of that kind of made them really good again because he's pretty good yeah. and probably going to win yeah. defensive player of the year so yeah, really good. and then you have teams struggling like the wizards and the bucks and you just it doesn't really matter it's going to be Zero zero, you go into the playoffs, and the bottom line to me is that all these teams have a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. So any of them can really win in the matches we're talking about. Yeah, the NBA, you don't really get that feeling a lot. Like yeah. we know who's the best teams that are probably going to win the finals, but the playing field to me from like five to sixteen is pretty even this year. There's tons of talent. I mean, even on the Celtics, I I'm really excited to see. When it comes down to it, when they get in the late game scenarios, assuming they will, I'm sure they will. Oh, both who who the Bucks and Celtics? Who's going to shoot yeah, at the end of the their game? Go-to guy. I mean, it's a, it's a huge opportunity for guys like uh, I think that Jason Tatum is yeah. is that guy in his future. I think he has that type of ability and that type of mentality in in him. And I think that he obviously with with guys like Kyrie and Gordon Hayward, they're late game guys as we know about Kyrie, but. I really think that that Jason Tatum has a chance to be one of those guys, one of those late game guys who just gets you a bucket any way that he needs to do it. And this is his first, I mean, his first chance to really do that and prove that on as like a marquee player for them. So yeah. even for teams that it seems like that that it's kind of stacked against them, they have too many injuries, things have piled up. There's still some storylines to watch for 
people like us and, and really everybody who are just basketball fans that just really want to see what's out there in the league. I don't know of a time that there's ever been this much just really good talent all oh. over the place and every every team having a guy that you that you turn you tune in and just like see what they're doing and see yeah. how they're playing this playoffs is, is very much like that that's pretty cool to nba and actually john wall mentioned it before we started the podcast that the nba was going to put minnesota denver on oh yeah he said they better you know, put it on yeah they i mean did. that was great to see it on nba tv if, if nothing else that was a preview of how exciting these playoffs are going to be i'm looking forward to it jeremy Ended prediction great game too. who's going to be the nba champions big question that's a good that's one a tough question good question i mean usually it's pretty easy to pick between this year feels like it's a little more uncertain yeah um i haven't actually really thought about it other than listening to some others give their opinion um i am going to stick with the warriors okay i'm gonna say steph gets back healthy that team they're they're just i mean i've seen what they've done in the past i i still think they're the team to beat yeah houston is really good and i think warriors rockets fully health you know both teams are are if they're both loaded uh that's going to be a heck of a series probably a long series but Mm -hmm. i I give the i'm going to give the warriors the edge they've done it before that they're just going to be hard to beat four times. Yeah. So I'll say I'm going to stick with Golden State. Yeah, I mean, last year especially, I think the important thing to take away from the Warriors run last year is in case anybody forgot how dominant Kevin Durant can be, I mean, he was just unbelievable in that final series, and that doesn't even begin to talk about how good Steph, Clay, Draymond, that whole crew is. So it's hard to pick against them. If if anybody has a chance to do it, though, it is Houston, and, and that is just going to be a high-powered – that is just going to be a blast to watch, that series, if they yeah. play each other. I don't like to – I mean, they all, they, a lot of people say don't, don't count on LeBron. I think it's really hard to see the Eastern Conference champion beating either of those teams in the West in yeah. seven games. I just I, – I don't know. I – crazier things have happened like when the Cavs actually did it I couldn't believe it I couldn't believe it when they did it then I don't I don't know if they can I don't know if they'll do it again or if anybody in the East can um so yeah I guess I I would also say the Warriors still just because wow I know that James Harden is is incredible he's had an unbelievable MVP caliber year again they are as good as a team as they've ever been. They hit been. more three-pointers than even Golden State has ever. Yeah, I, mean, I just I, – I don't know. We, the, I just – I still think the Warriors are too good when they decide to play. Kevin Durant can be an absolute menace of a defender in addition to being just unstoppable offensively. If he does that again and Steph's healthy, I, I, I wouldn't bet against him again. Uh, that's boring that's boring but like (laughs) it's also it's also just it's it's honestly it's quite awesome to watch if you get even if you're getting sick of it they're they're still amazing to watch play i was gonna say the warriors if i was picked first or second but i'll say i'll i i really want to see the rockets win it out of the west so and i think they can and yeah, I think last sure. year I didn't think they could by any means. I don't think I didn't think anyone was going to beat the Warriors last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. But I th- I really think they can, and they're the only team that can stop them. 
be in the Western Conference Finals. They have home court. They need to be healthy. Like Maba Mute got hurt the other day. They need that guy. Such a good defender and glue piece. Um, and out of the East, I I really think if Toronto can get past the Wizards and get over their LeBron, de- like get over the first round demons, get over the LeBron demons, they'll make it to the finals. I mean, they'll have enough positive momentum moving forward to be like, okay, we deserve this. We are that team. We showed it all year. It's just so hard to predict for them because they, as we were just reading, they haven't won a first round matchup ever. Yeah, They're 0-10 in game one first opening round matchups, yeah. which is just crazy. Mm-hmm. And LeBron just, like, owns them. So, like, get forget the Wizards sweep three years ago. LeBron legitimately owns the Raptors. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they have anyone to guard him that can also play offense. That's their biggest issue. Mm-hmm. So when they put a guy in, then they're almost playing four on five on defense trying to stop LeBron. So it's tough for them. But I think having Chris Paul and James Harden on the same team, we haven't seen in the playoffs yet. I'm really interested to see it. The problem, again, with the Rockets is both those guys haven't shown that they can win in the playoffs on their own teams. But together, who knows? Clint Capella would be my X factor yeah. against the Warriors. Um, mm-hmm. I'll just pick the Rockets for fun. But I, I really think the Warriors will win again. So no one's concerned about what, what Steph we're going to see when he comes back? No, because when he came back from his this last injury, he was yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's just – there's no other player in the league like him. And then they have Durant where there's not another player like him in the league. So yeah. get two of those guys on the same team, and it's it's tough to spot. So to I stop. know I, I'm completely ridiculous, but I love looking at former Wizards players and trying to root for them. So I was really excited about JaVale and Nick Young with the Warriors – but then I'm also excited about, yeah, and Trevor Reza on yeah. the Rockets. And it's like those are guys that you saw here that you're rooting for them Both too. really good dudes too. I wasn't yes. here for Ariza, but I had one year of Nene, my first year here, and he was just one of the yeah. most like genuine, nice guys. You're like He'll hold the elevator for you, like that yes. kind of thing. I'm um, rooting for the Rockets. So Rockets over the Cavaliers. Don't tell Swaggy. I know. I know. If, if I – if they heard me say this after seeing them here and yeah. talking to both of them Come here on, at Capital One Arena, and I was like, I'm rooting for you guys. I heard JaVale's a big podcast guy, it's too. More, so. It's more because, like, I just am curious what Ky- what Kyrie, what Curry we're going to get. I think he will be just great. They're clearly not rushing this process. They are confident they can win in the first round without him, as they should be. Yeah. So, but yeah, they, they were just, the Warriors were just like coasting and probably just got bored. And the 40 point loss. To Utah, is anybody paying attention to that? What happened? It doesn't matter. It's the regular season. It's playoffs. Yeah. Jeremy okay. picked up the mic. It's playoffs. Playoff. <laughs> you know it's playoffs. You know, nobody dismisses yeah. the regular season more than me when you get to playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Like last time, what was all the talk coming into Wizards-Raptors in 15? Yeah. Raptors swept the Wizards. They had won like eight in a row against them. Yeah. Doesn't what did matter. that do? Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. All right. Well, what does matter is if you're hearing me say this, you've made it through an entire podcast, which means you've got to be one of our ardent fans. Yeah. And we appreciate one of the all thousands. Season. Yes. One of the thousands that listen to us go on and on about the Wizards. And I hope you've enjoyed the guests throughout the season that we've had on off the bench here. We had another great year. Looking forward to more playoff content. Thank you very much for the support. WizKids, DC family. 
We uh, really appreciate it, and we know uh, that we enjoy doing this, and hopefully you enjoy uh, listening to us and being entertained. And, you know, we give you some information, quite informative. So Yeah, a lot of scoops on this one. Yes. Hope to see you all for Game 3 and 4. Zach and Jeremy, I wish you all the best on the road trip. Bring home two victories. We'll try. At Toronto, we'll be here waiting for you uh, when you return. And uh, I guess that's it. Rep the district, everybody. Go Caps. Ciao for now. Go Caps, too. Yeah, good one, Chris.